The Limitless Journey podcast is a project that is dedicated to sharing the stories of young people who are challenging the status quo and positively impacting their communities with the sole purpose of motivating others to take action and live their best life or dreams. My name is Success Yole Areveso and I will be your host this season. In cybersecurity and medicine, Daoud Oluwa Nanumi is making waves and contributing his quota to the society. As we discussed in this episode, Daoud is using cybersecurity to solve healthcare issues and he has won several international prizes for his work. Who says you have to fit in the box? With your skills and resources, you can help solve community problems. As a medical student and cybersecurity analyst, Daoud Oluwa Nanumi is creating a name for himself. This is the Limitless Journey podcast, and I am so glad that you are here. I hope you enjoy this conversation too. Thank you so much for joining us on another episode of the Limitless Journey podcast. I'm super excited about this. And of course, I'm going to be having another conversation with an amazing individual. And his name is Daudu Joshua Oluwanalu. He's a medical student and a cyber security analyst. Just a quick backstory. I knew Daudu from LinkedIn. I knew about him from LinkedIn. And he's profile caught my attention as a social impact leader and his work with advocating for good health and also the fact that he was winning a whole lot of fellowships and getting awards back to back in the social impact space and then I knew at that particular point in time that I had to follow him and fast forward to October 2021 we met at the Young Professionals Bootcamp so Daudu and I we are both fellows of the Young Professionals Bootcamp 2021 and that was how we connected. And it's such a great honor and privilege to have you here with me. That was, thank you so much for agreeing to do this with me. I'm really grateful. So how are you doing? Hope your day went well as well, So, Yes, thank you very much, success. I'm doing great, I'm quite all right. I think I, I, think I had the same experience as well, aside from the fact that my day was a little bit stressful with so much work. I think I had a great day as well. So, so can you tell us a little bit more about you, your background, what it is like growing up? Let the listeners know more about you. All right, thank you very much. My name is Daudu Luanalumi. You know, as success has rightly said, um, I'm a cybersecurity analyst, and I'm also my final year in medical school. Um, I'm passionate about healthcare and technology. I lead research in Drive Nigeria, where we are focused on reducing the prevalence of hepatitis B virus in Nigeria across various states. Carried out a lot of medical outreaches, We've done a lot of you know partnerships with corporates and religious bodies, and my social impact also extends to. Rotary and Rotaract, um, the current or let's say outgoing district medical director for Rotaract, District 9110, covering Lagos State and Ogun State. And I have vast experience in volunteering, research, and in technology, most especially cybersecurity, penetration testing, security analysis, vulnerability scanning 
and security operation center analysis and also incidents response threat intelligence and the likes so that's just a brief summary about me and i also love volunteering a lot most especially you know volunteering for medical outreaches and just helping people basically and making the world a better place that's it wow amazing actually i completely even forgot about um you being a part about um being a part of motorat right motorat organization it's a global organization as well so yeah thank you so much so from your um explanation about what you do and your introduction about yourself you mentioned that you have like a vast experience with volunteering so my question would be i also love volunteering as well too and i've been involved with so many volunteering and um, projects ensuring that they impact the community positively so my question would be what does volunteering mean to you and when you how did you start volunteering all right thank you for that question well, volunteering means different things to different people and you know it's an act of selfless service committing to a, a cause or a social injustice and trying to make your community a better place in one project at a time and i my volunteering in a journey dated back to my days in my days in 100 level 200 level in my former school and now back to Lagos State University I, you know i volunteer for medical outreaches you know help them in the coordination help them in taking blood pressure help them in attending to people sharing food items sharing drugs and also giving health talks across schools religious bodies corporate organizations and programs and different programs and i find out that a lot of these health talks and you know health awareness initiatives instituted we actually you know became in handy for people because a lot of people are not you know aware are ignorant of you know, basic health you know basic health information which is supposed to be all over across the internet maybe because of inability to access the internet or you know low level of education you know most of these people don't have access to this basic health information and by doing this we would have solved a lot of problems ahead we would have you know actually prevented a lot of diseases because prevention like they say is actually you know the best and is better than the curative yeah. or the therapeutic method of you know solving or treating diseases so especially let me cite example telling someone to telling someone things to do to prevent him him or herself from contracting covid-19 is wow. actually better than waiting for such person to contract the virus and now telling him or her, you know, what to do to to get healed from the viral infection so you'd have you know, saved that person for me spreading in the first instance and you'd have made the community a better place and you know reduce the number of people that would have gotten infected from covid-19 so basically you know volunteering you know makes the world a better place the world is in shambles already 
you know, yeah. love people, you know, just yeah. care about themselves. And you know, by the time we have you know young people like myself, like yourself, come out and volunteer our time, our skills, our talents, our resources, you know, share our knowledge, and you know, we have a lot of people emulate us and do the same thing. You know, by so doing, we already have a large community of volunteers making and ensuring that we tackle different social injustices, ranging from healthcare, you know, to education, to industry, to technology, to to economy, to climate change, and the likes, all towards you know improving and fostering the sustainable development goals towards the 2030 agenda. Wow. Thank you so much. That's like a, a very detailed um, analysis of what volunteering is all about. I think for me, volunteering is something that impacts the world positively, not just the world, but also people around us. And I've also had like experiences where I've seen like other young people like myself would come up and say things to me that, oh, so as I started volunteering because I was really inspired with how you were also volunteering with this organization to impact their own community or trying to provide food for people or going for school program or school projects rather. So in all of these experiences, you mentioned about COVID-19 and funny enough, 2020 was a very strategic year or will I call it a very good year in a way, good or bad year. But in 2020, did you have any experience with volunteering with any projects as well for during COVID-19? Did you offer your skills or anything like that? In 2020. Yes, in 2020, I I was first volunteering with the Lagos State Ministry of Health as a call center agent for COVID-19. Then I moved on to Contact Solutions, you know, a company that was outsourced by the Lagos State government to help take charge of the COVID-19 call center and also supervising, you know, call center agents on COVID-19, providing knowledge about the preventive measures of COVID-19. So I did that for a while and also organized, you know, sessions to create awareness about the preventive measures and the you know, necessary information that the general public needs to know about COVID-19. So that was what I was doing for quite a number of weeks, I think about three or four months thereabouts during the pandemic before we finally resumed school. Oh, wow. That's really inspiring. I think for me, during the pandemic, I was very much involved with my personal development, looking for programs to sign up in and then just improve my skills and also build my network as well. So, so yeah, thank you so much for sharing that. Um, from all of your volunteering experience, do you have like a particular project or experience that you worked on that had a positive impact on you? Yes, so most of our projects is not always about me. It's about the community, it's about the people we're trying to serve, it's about the number, you know, the impact factor, it's about the the outcome of the projects and the number of people that have been helped by such projects. More or less, considering our medical outreaches where we screen and vaccinate people against hepatitis B virus, we try and you know provide health talk, give awareness, counsel people on hepatitis B vaccine and 
ensure their uptake and collection of the vaccine. And we notice that you know, a lot of people at the end of the day try and have a change of, of narrative concerning the, the vaccine and uptake of the vaccine. So that to me is, is fulfilling, you know, and I think, you know, I will, I will look forward to doing more of that and ensure that virtually a huge number of persons take hepatitis B vaccine to safeguard the community from coming down with an acute or chronic hepatitis B infection, which is a serious liver disease that can be debilitating if not taken care of. And considering my work, I've been able to gather a few accolades as a result of this. The Diana Award and the Young, the YEF Global Award, which I won alongside Shoyemi. So that has been the summary so far. Oh wow, that's really inspiring. How did you feel when you got the notification that you won you won those awards? And for you, what was the first thing that came to your mind at that particular moment? Okay, so for me, it was a testament that we're solving a very vital social injustice or social challenge because. It is at times as a young person when you are trying to contribute to the society you, try, you oftentimes feel your your contributions or your efforts are inconsequential meaning that we really do not add much value to the society so by getting recognized for your work it shows that you are really solving a very vital or important issue in the community and that gives you more food. It's more fulfilling and gives more energy to drive for further. I think I really agree with that. Most times when we are recognized for our for our efforts or for the impact that we are trying to make, it actually not also in, um, affect us, but also others. It makes people have this sense of feeling that, oh, if this person can actually do this, I, I believe that I can actually do that as well. And then we can see that our life will also try to you know, inspire other young persons as well too. So yeah, from your experience as well, I think you've really done a really great job as a medical student volunteering to ensure that people live a good and a healthy and healthy lifestyle, which is really inspiring as well too. And also you've been you've been able to combine all of this with your medical student work. And then I also noticed that you switched or I would like I would, would I say you switched into tech or you decide to get a, a tech skill. So do you think that all of this voluntary experience that you had contributed to you um, taking that particular path? Okay, so I won't say I switched into tech. Hmm. What, what I would say is that I am leveraging technology. I'm not switching. Yeah. Switching means you are changing from you know, a particular role to another. I'm not switching, but I'm leveraging technology. Oh. What do I mean by leveraging technology? Technology has, you know, come to a position where it has affected every part of our doings. You know, even the way we volunteer, the, the way we the way we add value to the society, the way we reach out, our social advocacy, you know, the way we will solve all the societal injustice. You know, if you look at the NSAS protests, for example, you see that 
you know, technology, you know, social media really played a major role in escalating the whole you know, protest and you know, converging people on social media to fight a particular social injustice. And that's the power of technology and which social media is a tool in that regard. So I just feel in you know, leveraging technology what I do, trying to see how you know I can use technology to my advantage. And I find out that, you know, since you really can't take volunteering for me, I even, you know, recent, in recent times ended up you know, teaching young girls on cyber security. And that's you know, more or less to see that, you know, volunteering never stops. It's a continuing, continual effect, which you tend to do regardless of whatever engagement you find yourself doing. It's just more like, more like a lifestyle already so let's leverage technology instead of switch to technology because technology will always be part of whatever thing we are doing so more or less leverage the technology wow i like the fact that you said that monetary never never leaves us and the fact that you are trying to also you know use all your experiences as well to teach young girls cybersecurity and it is really really inspiring as well to add so in all of all these things that you've been trying to that you've been doing for the community have you ever had any naysaying that is like people um talking down or speaking down on your work because i believe that there'll be other young people that will be listening to this and even for me while i was still a student i used to get all these kind of side comments from other people they'll say eh why are you trying to do this it doesn't make any sense because they can't really understand it so have you been able to manage all of all those negative comments and ensuring that you still put your best in your work and show up in the best way that you can all right so showing up is not an option is it's compulsory we show up at all times work we do because the our superpower usually lies actually lies in our ability to you know, continually show up and prove to the world that we really mean business. And what I'm saying is that when, when you begin, when you even start a project, you don't expect you yourself to see the result of the project immediately. It will take time. So I believe in whatever I do, time is of is of, is of an essence. You know, giving each project time, giving each ambition time. Giving each, giving each ambition time, basically, and ensuring that I get better at whatever thing I'm doing, you know, day by day. And for naysayers and you know, people trying to belittle the work that we do, and that's one of the reasons why, you know, there are accolades to show, there are international recognitions to show for it. It shows that you know, if you don't really recognize what these young persons do, there's an international community somewhere. That is valuing what this person is doing, and that you know, means a lot. And that's why people in you know, communities like that give young people award. So, for that, tell you that we see you, we appreciate you, we honor you, and keep pushing. So, the end goal is that the end of the project we actually justify the means. So, the final result, the number of lives impacted, the yeah. number of people who have benefited, who can you know, actually give testimony, number of testimonials, actually speak a lot and say, oh, because of you, 
I've been able to you know, take the hepatitis vaccine because of you. I've been able to take the hepatitis vaccine because of you. I've completed my hepatitis vaccine dose. You know, you literally save these young people from coming down with acute or chronic hepatitis infection, which can actually be debilitating and can actually lead to deaths. It can wow. lead to chronicity. Liver cancer can cause result to deaths because this hepatitis B infection does not really have a cure. You live, you live with it literally all through your life and you just you know, manage it symptomatically. Yes. So, so I've now had a couple of... What's the cause of... I, th- I said what's the cause of hepatitis B, right? That's what you call it. Yes, it's caused by a viral infection that can be spread through, you know, sharing of needles, blood transfusion, sex, and, you know, wound exposure, and all of that. Wow. I didn't know it was so this actually, Yeah, it's deadly. I've had a couple of people, you know, say because of me they've been able to get the vaccine this and that you know just doing an end count of the number of people who've literally saved from getting this infection spreading to their to their partners to their spouses and just creating an havoc of this viral infection so more or less and also screening also discovering people with this infection early picking them in the remote community in the remote areas where the, the where there, are, there is little or no health, you know, care service, where health care service cannot reach them and providing them the information and how to protect themselves against this viral infection. Also, it's fulfilling for us because we've been able to help and save in life. So all of this put together is, is, more, is more fulfilling and rings a bell than whatever any messiah is saying concerning the work we do. So we know our work is important. And at this crucial time, where the healthcare service and the healthcare status of the country is in, is in a state of dilemma, we are very at a very we are at a very critical point where our services are urgently needed. Oh, it's really amazing. I never knew I knew that hepatitis B is actually deadly because I've seen like a lot of um, a lot of campaigns or awareness ab- around it actually. But I do know that it could have this um, ripple effect on someone if it's actually not taken care of properly. And it's so amazing that you are actually doing this work. And what you said about people saying giving bad things or saying believing your work is something that I actually agree with. As long as if you're not recognized in your own community, there will be other international organizations. That that is why all those awards that you've gotten is actually there. And also people's testimony saying that yes, because of you I did this. And I've also seen a lot of a lot of that as well from some of the programs that you guys have um organized at at last so what do we call it? I've forgotten the full name of the shortened name of last Lagos State University Medical School, something like that. Soon, sir. Okay. I think I've seen a whole lot of that as well, too. So, yeah, in the fact that you are now growing um, your experience as a as a cybersecurity um, analyst, what aspects um, has become, you know, more important to you? And why do you think there is a need for you to focus more on this aspect of cybersecurity or... Is there a way that you are trying to streamline your work as well too? And how are you combining it or leveraging it, leveraging with this skill to solve healthcare problems? Okay. 
that's quite complex because most often people find it difficult to draw a line between cybersecurity and medicine. But however, you see an aspect of technology that should be also be incorporated into healthcare systems and you know digital digital health or let's say health tech as it were. So cybersecurity is is all about you know securing your your information across the internet and ensuring you know your information across the internet you know, is safe and securing organizations, individual organizations and government agencies on the internet. And my leveraging, me leveraging technology or cybersecurity as it were. But first, let me talk about you know, where I'm focusing on. I'm focusing on incident response. Incident response, majorly on SOC. SOC means Security Operations Center. And you know what, what SOC does is that we monitor logs, we investigate logs, we create alerts, we investigate, and we also investigate you know, any cyber breach on the internet. I I want to hope you understand what I'm saying. <laughs> if you don't understand, I can explain. And you can so, explain because I'm trying to understand because I say you investigate, so, you stick your logs. <laughs> explain it to us in case someone wants to even learn cybersecurity cell. <laughs> so what we, yeah, so what we do basically is we try and monitor, you know, cyber we try and watch out for cyber criminals on the internet and you know, monitor their cyber criminals' behaviors, their behaviors on the internet, and watch out for you know these regular attacks that they use to exploit weak or vulnerable web pages, websites, or then better put infrastructures on the internet. You know, there are a lot of infrastructures on the internet, like websites, your mobile app, your web resources on the internet so basically what the cyber criminals are after is that they will they need to exploit or you know spoof this information this sensitive information from the internet and exploit it use it for their financial advantage or you know sell it to other cyber criminals so for SOC now what SOC does is that SOC you know is a constant monitoring of these anomalies or these behaviors on the internet and watch out for you know common attacks or you know common attacks and unusual behaviors on the internet and we try and ensure they are corrected or escalated to an incident responder or the manager currently on shift. So all this can be applied to Healthcare can be applied to volunteering because, like I said, I teach people cyber security and also for digital health security now. For developed countries that use electronic medical records, what cyber criminals to after is that they, they need to get this your sensitive medical record so that they can use it to access healthcare services free of charge at your own cost because they're trying to steal your credentials, your information. And also, they are in constant efforts in getting your credit card details to be able to have, you know, unauthorized privilege to your 
account and gives up your funds to buy stuff online, access health healthcare, and also, and if if you notice, health healthcare in developed countries are are not cheap, very expensive. So for those who, who have their health insurance number protected or their health insurance details protected, you know, cyber criminals can actually make use of it and exploit it. So digital security, cyber security comes in and in all aspects, both in the fintech, health tech, you know, and even the mobile tech, that's in the mobility companies, the boat, Uber, and the shuttle. So it comes in handy in all of these digital products because of the emergence of cyber criminals across the internet. There are quite a number of them, and a lot of them now, young people, people in their middle age trying to use other people's resources on the internet for their advantage. So that's where cybersecurity comes in and digital security. Wow. Thank you so much for for sharing all of all this. And I think I really like your idea about cybersecurity. So all you are basically trying to do, I'm I'm saying people are basically trying to do is to prevent us from any form of attack from the internet and ensuring that our we are safe on the internet, especially those of us that do businesses, entrepreneurs as well, um, trying to save our accounts, our details, and ensuring that criminals don't get access to this as well, right? In a limited yes. case, that's what you guys are trying to do. And it's really nice and cool. So if someone wants to get into cybersecurity or someone wants to learn that skill, where are like the places that they can go to on the internet to search for them or are there courses or trainings or programs that you can recommend? Yes, all right. So there are a lot of programs going on, most especially for women. Women are uh, at a very fair advantage now. We have the Women Tech Stars going on by Tech for Dev. You know, it's always coming up in quotes by quotes. Women Tech Stars, we have Cyber Girls, majorly on cyber security. We have DigiGales and we also have, you know, various programs from Mutiva and Debob and also the online courses on Udemy, Coursera, where you can just get knowledge on cyber security. And also this Cisco, Cisco networking courses on their website. You can go to Cis that's the Cisco Academy on the internet, Tech Cisco Academy, to take you to the webpage that contains courses on networking, cybersecurity, essentials, and the likes. Then we are trying to delve into other areas of cybersecurity, like penetration testing. You can use TriAcme, it's also available on the internet to get your skills on penetration testing, ethical hacking, and the likes. So it's a very it's a highly evolving field and you know you need to keep updating yourself, learning more about cybersecurity, you know, breaches and latest trends and attacks to keep yourself up to date. Wow. Thank you so much. So I think you've done yeah, just welcome. I think you've done justice telling those of us 
that's those people that don't have a tech skill not including me so if you don't have a tech skill and you're looking for which one to, to learn i think cyber security is also a good one for you as well so there are different places that you can learn and that would do has already helped us with that so i want to know how you're managing your time because time management is a very tricky thing so you are a final year student at, um, at medical school at lagos state university right and then you are also doing social impact by the side because i still used to see some of your projects online and then you are also now doing teaching young girls because i think all of all these things will take so much of your time how do you try as well to balance it all ensuring that one doesn't start failing okay so extremes extremes are actually very easy strive striving for balance is difficult and that's the most challenging part of what of everything i do trying to strive to balance between reading giving out time to volunteer giving out time for to learn tech giving out time to practice tech giving out time to teach tech and all of this i feel a, a part of a part of it is what i just you know love doing and trying to give out one or two hours of my time will not be too difficult but it's a very challenging thing to do considering the high demand of medical school and i just try and prioritize whatever thing that is on ground you know if i have exams coming you really won't see me going around and trying to volunteer i just you know, stick to my books wait for my exams and ensure i pass the exams move on and in my free time most mostly on weekends see if i can commit my time to you know volunteering and learning anything i need to learn on tech or teach anybody i need to teach on tech depending on the engagement i'm currently doing at that moment so all of this are what you know keeps me going and and that's it wow i like the fact that you said um when you some people say um give two hours of your time or something like that but it's as easy as it sounds it's not it's not something that is actually easy to do and also prioritizing what is important for you at the moment i agree that balancing your time can be very difficult as well too i'm also experiencing that that phase as well so i try to give my time it's true now (laughs) i'm experiencing it i try to give my time to what is actually important for me and i also used your tactics when i was still in school people are the ones that are still doing medical school you're the one that went to school for six years so but when i was still a student sorry (laughs) i when it's time for exams i used to read my book so at this point in time i'm going to be calling you tech group because you've done an amazing job doing social impact you conquered that field and now you're also doing cyber security and impacting the lives of other young women or other young girls like myself which is really inspiring so i'm almost getting towards the end of um this conversation and i must say i've really learned a lot from you and from your work and it's really inspiring that you started something like this and also the fact that you are getting recognized for it as well so do you have any project that you are currently working on if you do and if you want to share with our community is there a way some people want to join you know some people really like medical students for some very strange reasons i don't know why <laughs> so if you if you have any project that you're currently working on and you think it is open for people that want to volunteer or people that want to reach out to you 
um, you can as well share with us. Okay, so my project, well, my project only is part time, depending on what's on my table. Actually, because for now, um, what the project I'm overseeing is the blood donation project, which is in commemoration of the World Blood you know, Donation Day in June 14, and we we are doing that together with Lagos State Ministry of Health, that's the Blood Lagos State Blood Transfusion Bank, and together with all other youth organizations, youth-led organizations. And that's my the closest project I have on ground. And also, in commemoration of the World Hepatitis Day in July, in July 24, we, we are also looking at organizing an outreach in that regards. That's through Eldred Nigeria. We are also looking at organizing an outreach in that regards. So, I don't know which one the community would like to jump on, but as time goes by, I would share the information too so that everyone can be informed and keep abreast of any latest projects that is happening that can benefit them. Oh, thank you so much. That's so sweet. So this is going to be like my final question. So every of my episodes that I've recorded so far, I ensure I ask my guests this particular question. You know, you've had an incredible time with... Yeah, so sorry, the word hepatitis day is July 28th, not 24, sorry. Okay, July, July 28th. 28th. All right, cool. Yes. It's on a Thursday, yeah, July 28th. This episode will be out before then. This episode is supposed to be out before then. So... If you have any questions and if you're a medical student or you are someone that is interested in healthcare, do well to send me a message or reach out to me. And I think you I would also put um um Daudu's um social media handles on the description of this podcast. So you can also find you can also look out for where you can reach out to him on LinkedIn, um Twitter and other places that is quite active. Where other what other such social media platforms are you active? Are you active, more active on? So just yeah, LinkedIn. LinkedIn, right? Okay, so I'll ensure I put his LinkedIn um, profile down below so you can always connect with him. LinkedIn, so, Twitter, and Twitter too. Okay, LinkedIn and Twitter. I'll definitely put it. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for the insight. Thank you, success. That you've given us. So the final question I'm going to be asking you, or the final thing I'm going to be talking about is how you've dealt with failures. Like, I mean, you've done a lot. So I'm sure that there must be one experience that your high would have seen since. you just be like, I beg, let everybody just leave me alone. So at that particular point in time, how did you, how did you undo your feel? How did you undo that experience? And how did it shape who you are right now? Yes, failures are f- failures are not strange things in in our journey. You know, we always encounter stumbling blocks, challenges, feelings, and really, I think it's really about how we handle them. Most times, that's what determine our the outcome. How we handle them, what approach do we give during our during the times we were down and how did we jack back up and you know use that as a point of 
at the point of you know inspiring other people gathering strengths and forging on in our journey and i just feel that they are actually just temporary setbacks uh instituted along the line to actually teach us a lesson and if we dwell too much on the pain or on the effects on the temporary effects of the feeling we will actually miss out on the purpose and why we actually feel there's a purpose why we feel and it's you know bring us back to a point of reflection on our journey and see you know, if we are really committed to why we actually started whatever thing we are doing and if you can you know really define your why at that point it shows you are really aiming for something you know great and something you know even bigger than what you actually thought you were doing and it's the point of reflection you know tracing you connecting the dots and more importantly if, if we actually dwell too much on the pain um, you miss out on the purpose and the lesson we're supposed to learn from those failures those failures are you know, you know carefully created and put along the line in our journey to teach us a lesson that we can only learn by by doing all right thank you so much for sharing and sharing everything that you you actually been a part of and how you've been able to manage um all of all those experiences so cutting to the final part of this particular episode so what are your final words for young people and also other medical students as well that will be listening to this and people that are trying to combine their studies with another project or maybe with their business or maybe trying to learn a new skill so what do you think you have to say to them okay so what i'll just say is take out time relax and take it easy with yourself because the race is actually a, a marathon and not a sprint it's a very long ride especially those in medical school we studied for six years seven years eight years depending on any delay along the line is on strike or any break so the race is a marathon of experience you can actually become better so whatever thing you are doing if it's volunteering the time you become better you begin to volunteer intentionally and do your work well if you are you know starting out the project and initiative you begin to find you know, better ways of becoming a better person and then you providing better services to the community and if you are trying to jump on any type of career you know learning your skills one one lesson at a time may actually really help for you to become a better person and i really hope that we all take well time serious because that's the only way we can make the world a better place that's the only way we can contribute effectively to our society no matter how big or how small we are and regardless of the field we find ourselves be it tech medicine health education climate change you know law wherever you are, we find ourselves i know you know people who volunteer their law knowledge or law 
profession to help you know build people out of prison help provide free education for you know young people and all do that voluntarily so there are a lot of things we can actually do regardless of whatever career field we find ourselves whatever area of specialization we currently are in so the whole idea is to make the world a better place wherever you find yourselves that's it thank you very much success i really appreciate you for having me thank you so much thank you so much for coming i'm really grateful and i'm so sure that this episode is really going to you know inspire other young people as well so thank you so much for agreeing to do this with me at this point in time i'm still going to continue calling you big man and i'll still add tech bro to it <laughs> going to add tech bro to it because you have really been an amazing job and i don't take this or um this um episode or you showing up at this particular point in time for granted thank you so much and if you are listening and you have any questions for him or you're looking for ways to improve in your skill or something like that i would ensure like i said earlier i would ensure that i put um his social media handles on the description of this podcast so you can always find this in any platform that you are listening to this particular episode and also do well to follow the limitless journey podcast on our social media that's on instagram or currently on instagram and also you can follow me on linkedin and instagram as well too so thank you so much everyone for sticking by i hope you've learned a thing or two from this episode you know you can also be a medical student you can volunteer you can impact the world and you can do all of all those things and you don't have to you don't have to fix this boss even if people are saying it's not possible you just have to go all out and do it because you believe in yourself and you believe that you can stand out in your own particular field so i hope to see you on the next episode thank you so much for listening once again if you're listening to the listening to the end actually so thank you everyone and have a lovely day bye